Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. He could have a chat too. He didn't yes. mind bumping the gums back in the days when he was playing. He played 196 games for Glenelg, 21 for Woodville West Torrens, 217 Sandfall games, eight games for the Melbourne Football Club and a piddly one goal. But he was a premiership player in 85 and 86. But I think, Roach, without doubt, he has done his best work in the breeding barn with his sons, <laughs> Braden and Corey, and his beautiful daughter, Carly. Peter Maynard joins us now. Hello, Maxie. <laughs> Jimbo Root, how is, how is Australia's number one drive show? We're well, I think we are. Well, We're going well. I, um, how's the, congratulations. How's the last few days been since Saturday afternoon? Uh, hectic, hectic. Um, settling down. But, uh, yeah, very, very exhausting, uh, emotional. Mm. Um, just a... An amazing experience of uh, other than Melbourne in 21, but mm. that was in Perth. So staff and that really it didn't quite get the intimate experience. So to be involved in a AFL Grand Final on a personal level, um, yeah, it's pretty special. And it had it wasn't all beer and skittles. We know what happened to Braden with the yes. incident with Angus Brayshaw, which put a lot of stress on the family and Braden as well. And when you know the family and know how close you guys are, with your your lovely wife Donna and her, your sister-in-law Cassie yep. Campbell, the daughter of Graham and Rod Campbell, and of course yep. Ca- Cassie's mad as a cut snake. But I see all the posts. It was a taxing time <laughs> for the family, wasn't it? Extremely, and uh, you try and sort of stay removed from it mm. but some of the commentary around it and um, opinions and, and media it, it, that is totally incorrect it, it is a very yeah, very difficult time to sort of bite your lip mm. which I would struggle with Kimbo <laughs> Peter there weren't shortage of remarks yeah. from the Brayshaw camp, was there been a congratulatory message since the grand final to put things a little bit better at ease. I mean, the two lads were teammates at the Hampton Rovers, so I assume that time yeah. heals everything. Roach, I think you know the answer to that. Um, uh, no, there's been uh, not too uh, not too much uh, forthcoming, and, and I think it's one of those things that you know, even Collingwood winning probably just is another. You know, a little reminder yeah, of the incident yeah. and things are still raw, so it just probably needs some clean air. Yeah, give it time. I'd suggest, um, yeah, you know, there was certainly, certainly never any malice or oh. intense or, you know, like, I, I know everybody sort of talks about this, uh, you know, duty of care and mm. uh, and everything, and, and, and so they should. Uh, but the reality is, Sue, it's a... Sort of ground. It's a game. It's played in the air. It's played in the ground. It's 360. Accidents are going to happen. Incidents are going to happen. Like, yeah, I'm just sort of frustrated with um, people that might view it uh, in any other way. Yeah, the anyway, fact that the suggestion that there was uh, oh, intent, in, in, yeah. any intent in it. Hey, I saw a beautiful post from your brother-in-law, Rod Campbell, about Braden. Now, obviously, he's your son. You're going to be a tad biased. But, uh, look, he plays it really hard, but he, he does play it fair. And it's understandable that uh, he can alienate some supporters because of how tough he is. But I tell you what, he gains a lot of respect for the way he plays the game as well. Thank you for that, because um, he does. He, he He's highly competitive. Mm. Um, he, he will do 
uh, and B and uh, anything at all that the team you know needs him to be. Um, but outside of that, and I don't know whether you noticed, but the you know example would be after the game on Saturday, he was over in amongst the Lions players, yeah. um, picking them up off the ground. Uh, and and saying well done and sort of consoling them in, in in some respects. So whilst he is combative and competitive, he's also very very um, yeah compassionate, caring, yeah compassionate, yeah exactly. And he does so. a lot of work for a lot of the underprivileged away from footy as well. But uh, yeah, I was there at the game, Pete, and I saw him. Uh, he went over and he picked Darcy Gardner up, and it was a beautiful gesture. Now, yeah. Peter, you were very competitive yeah. yourself. Have you had that moment where you've gone yeah. to Braden and said, look, I went back to back? We have a uh, Well, actually, yes. I tried to read him today. I haven't seen him or heard from him <laughs> <laughs> since, uh, since Sunday morning at the family day. So uh, uh, we may have that uh, conversation. But right <laughs> now, I, I think he might even be asleep. <laughs> Um, so why were these magpies uh, so good in tight situations? We've all asked for two years under Craig McRae. What is it that if it gets tight on the scoreboard, they find a way to win? It's the, 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 look, there's been so much change at Collingwood in the last two mm. years. Um, and their ability to close out games. Probably my favourite one this year was the... Uh, was it St Kilda at Adelaide Oval in Gather Round? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. The Port, Port Power one. Like, it's nearly laughable. Um, what, what about the two against the Crows? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, the Crows, of course. Both of them, yeah. Both are and under a goal, it, it is yeah. nearly laughable because clubs will all... Oh. Hello. Hey. We've oh, just right. lost him. We, we might try and get him. We might try and get him back. Tunnel, I think. Um, hey, what we can do, uh, Roach? What we have to do? Oh, it was good having a chat to Maxi. He's a good man. Known him for a long time. Mm. Uh, he was general manager of Osterio. Roach, did I tell you that? You did tell me. Yes. Yeah, so when um, they headhunted us from Mix One Hundred Two Point Three. Oh, we He's got him back. back, have we? Hello. Just lost you for a moment, there, Peter. I think you went through a tunnel. Did yeah. You? No, you just uh, you just dropped out. Keep continue. Uh, Where were you? Apologies. Um, oh, I just said, yeah, there's been a lot of change at Collingwood over the last two yeah. years. And, and one of the sort of significant ones, significant ones has been this ability to, uh, um, you know, win the uh, the close games. And a lot of clubs will talk it and practice it. I don't know. These, it, it's just a belief. Now, obviously, there's some tactical and, you know, um, things that they'll do and, and have ready, but... I think you've actually got to believe it, um, that you are never out of it, that you can sort of come from wherever or, yeah, it's just a, I think it's just a belief. Uh, How were you feeling when uh, Charlie kicked the late one to put him uh, two points ahead? Kim, I was mortified. (laughs) Um, That'll be be one chat I'll probably have with Bray uh, when I finally get to him. I just the, what was worrying was that uh, there was about a minute to go when after um, uh, Dano kicked that goal and there's four mm. points. There's about a minute to go and I think God, they get a clearance and they come down and Cameron had taken Braden deep into the goal square. Um, you know, if it comes down quickly, it's a one on one. Like you could be either winning the game for your team or losing the game. So that was. Uh, 
I was quite concerned, but I was sort of fearful of just imagine what if. We've all seen so, a lot of footy. Was it uh, was it the best grand final you've seen? <laughs> One of top five. Yeah, I used to love the um, Sydney yep. West Coast ones. Mm. Um, oh, but absolutely because I, I think everybody sort of prior to the game knew it was going to be very very close. I reckon there are games where I don't think neither team wins or loses. It's just that one team happens to be in front at the siren. Mm. Um, and, and yep. I think it was just everything and everything that everybody was hoping for and expected, and it really could have been either way. Probably the one difference that it could have made um, a bit more, particularly for Collingwood, was in the third quarter they they could have put them to the sword, but they kicked one six. Yep. And um, yeah, so. Statistically, no, Collingwood were the, and, no. and they were the better side on the day. They deserved to uh, win the game. You always call a spade a spade. We've heard many versions of Billy Franton's game. Tell me your version of it. Good, bad, indifferent. Well, um, the, the reality is um, Andrews was unbelievably good the week before and he was good on Saturday but nowhere near the same. So I go... Mm. Okay, well, did um, Frampton, you know, happen to, you know, contain him a little bit and engage him a bit in contest? If you look at the replay, Frampton probably had two or three clear chances, uh, but he, he fumbled the mark. So you go, you know, they were deep in the deep in the uh, forward line. You know, he, he could have kicked two goals. So yeah, you're never going to say um, he didn't deserve the medal and. Um, like I said, Andrews was okay without being dominant, and Billy had a couple of chances. So mm. that's probably the best way to think of it, I think. And uh, how's the bride? How's Donna been behaving with her sister Cassie? They've been the celebrations have uh, been strong. Very emotional. It was. Uh, <laughs> she's had a very emotional month. She was actually in America when um, the thing happened with brace, or so she was sort of trying to. Oh. Keep it cross it. All the stuff was going on, and um, yeah, she was emotional. Then, so to come back and you know go through the one point against GWS and then the four points, um, and yeah, she's a she's a absolute rusted on sub vocal supporter. So um, yeah, she's a very very proud mother. Peter, we've heard Craig McRae say today he won't wear his premiership medal because it doesn't acknowledge. One medal doesn't acknowledge everyone in his staff. And I've heard Scott Pendlebury talk about the Collingwood players who've missed out, like John Noble, who've been part of the campaign. You old school, that's only premiership medals for the grand final winners or for the whole squad? Yeah, they've been talking about that all day. I'm surprised. I um, hadn't heard uh, McRae say that. He, I've certainly heard him say that you know, he would love that you know, all his coaches mm. were able to receive something. There's been a lot of sort of discussion and debate about it. Today, um, I'm probably a fan that everybody that, particularly all the players that played seniors in this year and contributed to the win, we get something. Um, Whether that's club-driven versus um, AFL-driven, I I don't know. McRae was on SEN uh, earlier on and um, he sort of then asked, you know, would the players that missed out would they really value something or would, um, you know, they feel a little bit, you know, I, I wasn't involved, you know, um, do I deserve this? 
So it's a thing. I think I'm pretty sure the club will acknowledge all um, staff, footy department, players, coaches that didn't receive something in some way. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit one of those ones. Where does it, you know, where does it end? Well, Maxie, congratulations to Braden and to you and the family. Uh, I know what it meant to you all. Uh, it was a wonderful effort. I think the best and fairest is this Friday, is that right? And uh, Bray's probably, he'll be top five. He's had a wonderful year. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, top ten, top five. They've, they've had a, you know, obviously, you know, premiership year, a lot of uh, good players, contributors. Um, but, yeah, he um, yeah he does his job every week. He's had a very good year. Yes, yeah. Maybe, probably, hopefully. Well, top <laughs> ten then, all right. Maxie, great to talk to you. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. again, and uh, take it easy for a couple of days because I'm sure you'll have another crack come Friday night. <laughs> Good on you, boys. Love yeah. you dearly. Right on, yeah, Peter Maynard, there he is. What number was he, Roach, for Glenelg? I don't remember numbers, Oh, Jim. that's pathetic. Why? Well, because you should remember. I didn't have You're to a call them. I just had to write them down. Well, no wonder you're giving three two ones to the wrong people. You didn't know <laughs> who's were who. Number 30. 30, right. Thank you. Yeah, all right. I remember Peter Carey. What number was he? Five. Yeah, well, of course. I remember Graham Corns, 12. Yeah. I remember Kim Dillon, 17. Thank you. What number at North Adelaide? Don't remember you at North. You're a shallow human. Uh, here's a text. I wiped that out once you were moved on. <laughs> yeah, bloody Mick. Um, <laughs> number 13, a number I never really liked. I'm not big on number three. 13. It's like an incomplete okay. number.